0: new year everybody welcome back to rooster radio i'm your host cody with a k that's michael carpenter way over there and we, we've got a really cool guest today we were talking to aj condi what's going on man
1: hey what's going on man happy new year's guys welcome happy, to the show
0: yeah absolutely
1: oh, man i'm glad to be here
0: so if you guys didn't know aj condi uh is the creator of the carolina headbangers so tell us a little bit about that
1: okay uh Whew, there's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of history, and uh, so I guess I want to say March 16th would be the unofficial six year anniversary. Okay, That's something that was kind of in existence before that. You know, um,
2: take us back to six years ago. I, I, yeah. I, well, well, first, let's ask you: Are you from North Carolina?
1: Uh so originally I was born in Maryland, okay. Gaithersburg, Maryland, but. Shout out! Yeah, I mean that for the one year that I was there, you, there, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, haven't been back since. So, you know, uh, we'll just say North Carolina. Um, we're uh, I'm from North Carolina. We'll say that, you know, to make yeah. it easier. But um, yeah, man, I uh, I guess we'd had to go back farther than the Carolina headbangers. You know, some some of the admins that uh, so you know, there's, there's me, there's Ryan Williams, Paul Reynolds. Who was gonna come tonight? Not sure where he went, but he didn't. Uh, I'll bust his balls later. But um, <laughs> and then there's uh, Randall Parker and uh, the newer the new guy the new guy uh, Justin. I'm gonna mess his name up, but Justin Tall Justin. He's got long, beautiful hair and glasses. So uh, we're like the five admins of this Carolina Headbangers Facebook group, but. As far as originally, we started out, it was just we're guys that go to concerts. You know, like we're just concert buddies. Yeah. Um, the best kind. Yeah, well, it, and it was, you know. It that's was, how Cody and I got started. That's,
0: that's right. And then we found yeah. out we were actually brothers.
1: It, it, that's good, like genetically? Yeah. Okay, cool, more, brother. Ain't brother. Yeah. some shit, right? That's more of a story than I got. <laughs> no, no <laughs> <a> story. But... <laughs> story over. But uh, <laughs> no, you know. So it's 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 weird how it kind of did start. You know, um, I've known Paul the longest. Uh, I knew Ryan. You know, I've known both those guys about fifteen years now. It's not something fifteen years ago that we were doing or we yeah. were. You know, we we like I said we went to shows. Carolina Rebellion. You know, this little core group of people maybe would have came out of that. Um, I'm gonna say around 2014. I, I actually I got uh, got sober from drugs and alcohol.
0: That's Congratulations.
2: awesome. Congratulations. Yeah.
1: And uh, it would be so it would be eight years this year. Here's the, the I guess like kind of what came of that was you know you're you're sober you, you can't just go to bars you got to find reasons to be there at these places so you want to go to you know and I still love the music. Uh, I well, of course I'm like this you know historian of uh of just metal music in general, you know, everything from when I was a kid, you know, these behind the musics, autobiographies. Like band. back, back
0: when MTV played music videos?
1: <laughs> back then. Yeah. Not that, so kind of that old, you know, like I'm a kid at that point, you know, cause I'm 34. So, uh, you know, when they're actually playing music videos, like I'm still like, you know, a kid just like taking it all in. Of course. Um, but you know, I, I but I've always been a fan and, So it kind of just, it's more of an accidental thing, you know, but it was like these three or four guys are seen at the same place at the same time, you know, what's, you know, what's a name, what do you call it, you know, and it was a joking thing, you know, at first it was like Carolina Headbangers, you know, I remember having the conversation with Paul. It's like, what "What do you think of that?
0: Yeah, we should start this thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's, and it was really like two years of it being like a name. Yeah an idea, maybe, you know, I mean, so there was a, there was a group, a Facebook group had existed, yeah, and it sat there for two years untouched, like, I mean, it had like about 50, 75 of us in there and just nothing happened with it, Ryan came around later on and said, hey, you know, why don't we use this thing, let's you know, let's try to build this thing a little bit in, more. In
0: what way? Use it in what way?
1: Uh, so, this is where the, you know, it kind of comes in, you know, we're Going to shows like crazy, but we're introduced to the local scene in Charlotte.
0: Okay, are we and, talking like Tremont days?
1: Uh, so partially, but it doesn't play a lot into the story. You know, I mean, I think anyone who got the chance to go to Tremont, an amazing place. You know, uh, for me, you know, those a lot of those local shows have been the milestone. Yeah, you know, they, uh, Amos's, uh shout out. You know, but I think our. The main thing that dragged me in probably about 2016 or so, you know, was uh, the Queen City Metal Fest. Oh, yeah. And they, they had these, as far as I know, they're still going to have them in the future, but I'm not sure exactly where everything sits with that. Well, there's
0: un- it, We're in unsure times.
1: It, it Yeah, <laughs> it is. So, I mean, I can't, I'm unsure whether I can say yeah or no, but I, from what I gather, they're, they're, they'll be back, you know. Yeah. But it was super important to us, and... You know, so we would see, they, and if anyone doesn't know, like, Queen City Metal Fest is, it's a uh, local showcase of just, I guess you could say Charlotte Metal, hard rock, um, you know, your seven to eight bands. But it gave us enough to, like, you know, then they would just see, like, okay, well, that band, you know, this Blackwater Drowning Bands playing at...
0: At this time.
1: Yeah, at the Milestone here, and they're playing with, oh, yeah, I remember th- these guys, Black Ritual... You know, uh, my friend Gary is actually the one that was behind all that. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't know that then. We just knew these bands and we're like, hey, dude, it's Saturday night. Let's go check it out. You yeah.
0: Know? Let's go see a show.
1: It, it, ex- exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then uh, the Milestone, too, of all places, man. So you have like... this
2: group of guys that share this affinity or this love for live, local music, mostly hard rock, heavy metal. <clears throat> you decide to kind of give your group a name. You start the you start this this on this social media group, and you know it ended up becoming probably I'm guessing a lot
0: more than you thought it ever would be. Yeah, build it, it was a build.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's uh it, uh, it did uh, so or sometime about 2018 all of a sudden it goes from being to here, you know? Like, all of a sudden, it, you know, you have, like, this kind of explosion of numbers, yeah. people joining. Funny enough,
2: that's the year of Rebellion got,
1: uh, this is the last
2: year of that's, Rebellion.
1: That's right. Rebellion
2: that, went away, and... You yeah, <laughs> guys...
1: That, that was about, that would be about right, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... um so even our logo, uh, it's which can, is
2: a badass logo. It really I really love is. the logo. Yeah,
0: man.
1: It, it's uh, it's, it was all by accident. You know, it's uh, Ryan's girlfriend at the time, Sarah. She she drew it on. It's actually on the front of the milestone near the door. If you are ever, you know, at the milestone, you walk up. It's to it's on the right side of the door here, and it says it's got a little eighteen next to it, and it's Carolina Headbangers. She just wrote it, you know, be, being cute or fun, and I took a picture of it. And then that's what we started using as our logo for a little bit. They were like, hey, you know what? Why don't we get someone to professionally do it? Spice it up. Yeah, you know, we reached out to uh, this guy, Mark, and he's done Violent Life, Mark DeGrucci. I'm messing his name up probably, but he's like the go-to guy for your, all your logo work and everything, uh, Landmine Designs. and
0: Shout out to Landmine Designs.
1: Yes, yes, uh, because th- this is all part of it. This is what... And he's the one who created the skull logo with the words and everything. And so now, we like, we felt official. You know, we had this, like, like an official logo, you know? And um, I think everything else that, you know, started to happen since then was off suggestions. People we were like, hey, why don't y'all put together your own shows? Or, you know, um, for a long time, we were doing interviews as well. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, we, you know... You know We'd like to get back there one day. Yeah, you know, we just haven't really found the way with the COVID thing recently, and it had slowed things down. And yeah, well, funny
2: enough, COVID's what you know. started this show. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like like COVID, everything shut down from COVID. We were Michael this close me. to getting our bar open.
0: Yeah,
2: I call up Cody. I'm like, well, that's because we started this on Zoom. Yeah, we started yeah. we started recording this on Zoom.
0: And, and it was getting choppy, and we were like, we need a little more, well, like...
2: shout out to Alan Bingham. That's right. Lilith Rising, because we, we booked Alan for a show, and he was like, he's like, fuck Zoom. Let me, let's just come to you. Yeah. And we're like, okay. So then me and Cody scrambling to find a soundboard that we can plug more than two mics in, and <laughs> we're yeah. figuring it out. And it became this thing. So, you know, we, kind we have of picked up Josh. where left off, so to speak. Yeah, now we have a producer. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: definitely so. You know, I, it, and that's, you know, like I so said, we did, we, Haymaker, we even got to where we did like uh, one with obituary and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, like we left on a pretty good note. It's just, uh, for whatever reason, it's, kind of slow down. Uh, you know, it's not something I rule out, you know, as far as something in the future that i like to do with Headbangers is myself is get back to doing these, you know, cause I still do photography. I do all that good stuff, but you know, eventually we'll have interviews and all that stuff. And uh, maybe even a magazine in the future. Ooh, so it's, it's that's interesting. Yeah. something that's been taught, you know, it's been in the works for a little bit and I've talked with a few people it's going to be like a contribution thing of like everyone in the scene. So there, there's one similar, there's a, there's a feel the fuel the scene one's probably similar, but, uh, I've never actually read inside it. So I don't you know know the format <laughs> and everything of it Gabby all. Gabby but, out there as well, but the yeah. idea is amazing. And we would like to do that where we just have our local photographers and, you know, it's just like if anyone has a voice and they want to present that voice and they, because there's so many people. Uh, the scene's
0: huge, but... It the, is, the... but they need the platform, right? Exactly. I'm, I'm yeah. glad exactly. you
2: used that word. I was just about to say the same thing. What, what Carolina Headbangers has become is a platform.
0: It, it is. And so I'm wondering, based on what we've been talking about, is how did you go from, okay, huge page to putting on shows every year?
1: Oh, man. Um, You know, uh, the Carolina Headbangers ball would be responsible for that. So... That was the 2019. I think was the first one. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that stuff happened at the same time. You know, we're getting our f- first T-shirts. We're getting first, you know, different merchandise stuff Get like that. Logos
0: out there. Yeah, you know man. I mean?
1: Yeah, and it, it, it uh, I, t- I tell you, dude, it was really cool. Um, Ryan Becker. He lives in Gastonia, not too far from here. I don't think. Right on. And uh Tyler Wright of Haymaker, it was kinda of offered to us. Like, you know, they, they would do theirs, they do the gas house one, we would do Carolina Headbangers Ball. Yeah. You know, and it was an, it was that's something that was floating around for a long time too, this idea of like if we're gonna do it, it's gonna be Carolina Headbangers ball. Yeah. No matter what. You know. Uh and that's the throwback to the MTV headbangers ball, Ricky Rackman days and all that. Yeah. Well, so, not to
2: jump ahead, but you know I'm recently too far, yeah you know too yeah. far, but recently uh carolina headbangers has gotten the attention of
1: Ricky Mr. Ragman Mr.
2: Ratman yeah
1: yeah yeah uh that's pretty cool man i uh we got the chance to meet him. it's uh really cool it, yeah man you know so when i was growing up man i was i was a huge fan of radio personalities yeah uh, different everyone from Howard Stern to these metal guys like Eddie Trunk and the Metal Show, Ricky Rackman's Jim Florentine, sub, yeah, yeah, Jim Florentine and uh, Don Jameson. Jameson,
2: yeah.
1: Such a fan of that type of stuff, you know, because it, it's. Uh, I think what me and Ricky, I don't think it's too far off what I do, what he does, yeah, or what he did, um, you know. But there was there's a lot of epic moments. Those are heroes of mine, you know, that right. he definitely got to. Uh, whether he's at the water park with Allison James or. <laughs> Whatever it is, you know, uh, that's cool, man. Uh,
0: yeah, I get that, because uh, I was actually on with the Rise guys uh, many years ago out of uh, South Carolina. I love those guys. I but... love those guys, and I uh, went on to their show, because I want some tickets, and they let me do a Cleveland Brown of Family Guy impression on the radio with them, and that was epic. <laughs> I've got, yes. I've got a tape of it somewhere, but I can relate to uh, looking up to those radio personalities, man. Like that that's awesome. it, it was huge man you know yeah.
1: it's it's weird so like you know like our generation would know that you know I, I don't I don't know if radio is like that medium anymore wow I will say 93.3 the planet is still great Shout amazing out amazing like radio the last station Still, stuff too
0: yeah and the, <laughs> like the last good of the, at it. <laughs> the
1: last of their kind man exactly. you know They're
0: like the last of the Mohicans
1: it is man it <laughs> no. is you know terrestrial radio at its best but um yeah dude you know but there's a lot of that I had that I don't you know I wasn't the kid that necessarily was like oh I'm gonna grow up and play music right but I love music I love learning everything I could about it you know same and, here and uh that's what you see even with the local scene man you know it's uh it's, it's mostly it's a lot of love it's mo- it's all love see and
0: that but, goes <laughs> to show that in the rock slash metal community there's so much love we've talked about it on yeah, this very show before it, yeah.
2: Uh As, and that's why I'm I'm glad that, that we have AJ on tonight because I'm just I'm just like you in that same sense. I grew oh up yeah. you know M T V days, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, so I remember Headbanger's Ball, staying up late at night. I remember 120 minutes uh during the oh, alternative bro. era era. And you know, I you know I did play when I was younger, but I was never that good. I just never lost the appreciation and love for music and art. And that's, yeah. you know, out of that love, you know, I spent the majority of my adult life working jobs that I didn't want to be working, never really doing what I wanted to do. And that's kind of how the Rooster was born. And much like how the Carolina Headbangers was born, you, know, you guys have this love for something. You love it so much, you want to make it better. Right. And and, and you've done that. Carolina Headbangers so has mad. made the scene better. You know, this page, there's so much collaboration happens. It's where you can get access to a lot of your local talent around here in the metal scene. It, it, it is. I mean, you it's know. it's a it's it's. I mean, it's it's, it's also... like it's like the hallways in the Matrix.
0: Exactly, yeah. and it's also a reputable uh, news source for metal stuff. Yeah. just in general.
1: Well, that's it, man. You know, uh, my buddy Kevin Kevin Ross. He so he he kind of made to painted a, the picture of Caroline Hebbings for me. He's like, yeah, man, you know, it's it's kind of like the porn hub of the local metal scene you know it's that's like, perfect it's like you go to it and i'm like uh, yeah i can't really like yeah that that, that seems like that's the I, best I'm, way to put it you i'm know? a
0: ex uh, videos guy myself but I, you know, I like uh yeah yeah i mean
1: you know, you know it's uh it's you know not as much spyware but yeah that's all so yeah, of course uh but you know but it has it has, it has God, to meet so many people. I mean, so yeah, Ricky rackman would. That's a that's a notable one. You know, that's really cool. But uh
2: well, it was just cool because I I was thumbing through, you know, and I and I pretty much see just about every post on the page on my yeah. timeline, and I, I was just thumbing through one day and was like, and I saw Ricky Ratman, and posted on the on the. He's like, how did I not know about that? I've been living here for. X amount of years, and how did I? I just found out about this, and I was like, that, "That's not Ricky Rat." I go to the profile, I'm like, "That's not Ricky Rat." <laughs> I'm like, "Holy shit, yeah. that's Ricky Ratman!" I was like, "Now you're on the, you know, now you're on his radar." And, you know, he's got a production company that that does shows, and now you've got this whole new conversation being had on this page about yeah. putting together shows.
0: That's that's uh well
1: well you, you know, and you want to hear the cool story behind all that? Yes, it, I I it never. I mean, so it got told a little bit. You know, I did a, did a live video that day when we were out there. Uh, so we're talking with uh, one of the guys from Prep and Barium, Kyle, and they were wanting to play a show out there. Occasionally I'll do some booking. I'll do some stuff to help them out. But either way, regardless, we're going out there. We just really had the idea to just go out there and meet the guy and buy some cool t-shirts, cat house, apparel, <laughs> and stuff, you know. Just, like, say, hey, you know. Like, it's in our backyard, like, hi. Yeah. Uh, but... It turned into the guys in prepping, and we all were on the same page of like, listen, we're going to not just go out there, we're going to fucking take a show out there. Yeah. And I mean, we had everything, the drum risers, the fucking everything packed in the trailer ready to go. So only thing we needed was him to say, yes, you can do it. Right. And uh, it couldn't have worked out any better that day because we got there and we'd already been through the line, you know, handing out donuts, stuff like that. We're just chilling at this point you know he he comes out and he says something about the headbangers ball group he's welcoming everybody he says you know he mentions carolina headbangers too which i'm like i don't think he even knew i was there so he's just like yeah you you know you're part of the headbangers ball group but the carolina headbangers also welcome he's like i'd love to go check out some local music in the scene and you know he's like one day I'll, i'll i'll do that you know he was getting married, I guess, that next weekend. So he's like, once everything with the wedding is done, I'll come out of there and check it out. And that's where Kyle kind of bumps in there and says, hey, if you want to see like the local scene right here right now, He's like, we got everything.
0: We brought you a show. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it kind of, I, I think Ricky would say it caught him definitely off guard, but he's thinking like acoustic guitars, you know, like, oh, they're going to go sit under the tree not, over here. Not that, though. <laughs> it was a full-blown. A full-blown rock show. Yeah. You know, I mean, the drum risers, the the stacks, everything. It was and
0: electric greatness.
1: That's 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 it. And that's all we had to do is just find somewhere to plug it in. It took a 400-foot extension cord, ran it from the back of this warehouse. Where
0: do you buy one of those? I, it might have been a
1: couple together, man, <laughs> honestly, because this was like the longest I've ever seen. There was this one singular plug on the back of this warehouse because oh. he was sharing it with someone else, so he just had his little shop in the front. He's like, well, you know, I could let you all do it, but... I don't know if there's anywhere to plug in. And we're like, dude, just do what you got to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll get everything figured out and ironed out. And he kind of, like, turns to the crowd. He's like, well, would anyone be against us, you know, playing a show? You know, these guys playing a show? No one's going to be like, nah, boo. You know, know, everyone's, everyone's like, cheering on. Let me see your fucking show. Let these fucking kids do it, you know. And sure enough, man, we're going to set it up. No way, dude. Yeah, it was a super very, it was a very, you know, uh,
0: blitzkrieg thing to do of course and, it is but that's that's the way to market if you're going to market just take the take the show with you what a badass move man what a power move it, take it, the show with us
1: that's <laughs> it man and we just it, we you know what i'm saying so we 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 took it so you know not only did i mean prepping her great friends of mine dude and uh, just killer band killer musicians right fucking just good guys you know um right. But that whole, it was just like, it was a very rock and roll thing to be a part of. Of course, you know, man. There, know, they're, everyone's smiling, Brenda, you know, just biggest smiles on her faces. And I, I think, like I said, it caught Ricky off guard. I think it was one of the more rock and roll things he's that's, probably witnessed, you know.
0: Oh, dude, that's the most rock and roll thing I've ever heard of, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest, man. Like, oh, yeah, we're just going to take the show with us. Like, how badass is that? Like, not even knowing that you could do the show, you took it with you anyways. Yeah. That's a rock and roll that's move, an move right there, You know, man. if you hand
1: them the CD, uh, you know, there's they're just a good chance they might well, listen to yeah, it. Yeah, maybe,
0: well, but I put the show it, on. Not
2: only that, it speaks volumes to...
0: The commitment, to the, man.
2: the commitment to the scene. Yeah. You know, the commitment to the scene here. You know, uh, I, doing what we do, we talk to a lot of people in... Different, you know, musical art in the art scenes around here, and I hear a lot of people poo-poo on you know art from North Carolina. Like they people don't don't realize how strong the scene is here.
0: It's it's very there, strong. There's man. there's
2: I mean I would put money yeah. I would put money on North Carolina being a, a a top ten top fifteen state in terms of talent with
0: music.
1: If I I could probably make a list right now. Easily, easily of uh, just fifty bands that I that I know that are local that are, I mean fifty great great bands. Um, more than that, probably hundreds. You know enough to where like I don't I don't I don't know at all. You know I mean there's probably different things I'm always discovering new stuff too that I'm like man this is good. Or, and it's
2: not just metal either. It's no, not just no, metal. There's no, I mean there's, there's talented somebody. there's so many there's talented hip hop artists in Carolina. Uh, you artists. You know, got like, a Americana
1: artists? is maybe country americana yeah, so, oh, yeah. yeah i, I mean,
2: there's so much talent um, in this in this area yeah it's rap ridiculous. even
1: the rap you know charlotte's pretty big for rap the oh, rap yeah. scene and stuff like that you know um it's, it's weird so you know there's not really besides like say nashville tennessee that's like your hub for like music nashville new york California but no one But not a lot of not yeah, a lot of yeah. people come
3: from Nashville. A lot of people are going to Into Nashville. It. Yeah,
1: exactly. So we're like you know I think you know For, and this maybe maybe more so before COVID. It's still there. It's definitely you know things are still a little slow. Uh two years, you know, cuz where it was at before was insane, you know. And it just uh with these shows too, you get so many local musicians that will come out to support their friends, you get fans, you get you know the next generation's coming out now, uh, of these kids that are you know late teenage, tw-
0: you know 20s something years old. The new creatures. What you're wearing the yeah. shirt for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The new bunch creatures. of bunch of young dudes that are just blowing it out right now everywhere they go. Yeah. And what they
2: did, what I like about what the new creatures did was they didn't let COVID deter them. Like they actually used it to their advantage and yeah, used social media. They did a lot of live streaming right right yeah. at the onset. And then as soon as shows started opening up, they were right back out there on the scene doing their thing. It's so
1: important. So it, important. Yeah. Uh, every person I know that kept going in some form or some way is doing great right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't know what. I, I could. It's a whole different conversation as far as with all the politicalness and aspects and You're all. We're not gonna do that shit, on this but, show. Yeah, but, yeah. It, 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 but it is, you know. The, the, I guess it's just that that the the, the the ones who kept the spirit alive. And dude, I honestly the only thing I'll say about it is I coming from the place that we, we were kind of stuck in the middle of that too. It's. Did you remember seeing you those know.
2: posts about people making lists? Of of venues and bands that were doing shows. Yeah, you remember though, That I, I, I that was kind of early on. It was the, yeah. f- the summer of nineteen. People were going on.
1: <sighs> yeah. all,
2: all, I'm pretty sure someone posted on, on uh, the, we were number one. Right? We were yeah,
1: number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were
2: making lists that like like they it's were a... going to somehow blacklist these bands because they were doing shows during COVID. And I, I just I thought it I thought it was all hysterical. those bands
1: right now are currently doing really well. Yeah, there was like a hundred and. Eighty of them that I, I could account for most of them saying that they're, it, it did it did wonders for their career. Um, I dude, we were on there and we found ourselves surprised just because we were having our first show outside of the Carolina Headbangers Ball. We were doing our first set of shows at it was at the Blind Tiger last year. It was called the Bleeding Hearts Ball. Nice. And uh, it you know, there there you gonna, you had a lot of there was a lot of backlash. You got a lot of nasty people in your messenger and stuff, but. Man, the ones that really like stuck through it and just said listen, you know, we're very neutral in the whole thing, but we're we're here to play music and this is what we love. This is the most punk rock thing ever. I you know, I dude, I appreciate everyone that stayed out there, helped keep it alive, you know. Yeah, we same we, here. we I think we kept on rolling pretty well, you know. We had backyard things, you know, we you know, it would be safe, but um there was a lot of that too, you know, but it were like, dude, what's the thing it just ourselves inside and just saying like oh yeah you know what we'll come back to this in a year or two years you know life's short you know so it's uh and you know i think it really did it built into a i think it leveled the playing fields yeah you know for for a lot of bands out there you know you got your local level you got your regional level you got your national level maybe your worldly level but universal yeah you know (laughs) but it opened these venues back up to where they you know they all sudden they can play those saturday shows it doesn't have to be a wednesday or a monday and to give them you know and we you know maybe more so i just try to help these venues out and try to you know help them kind of survive through it give them shows and give them like showcases help our friends help the venues and you know, that's all we're really about to this day is, like, turning somebody onto something that could be, like, their next favorite band.
2: Yeah, well, much you like know, any other industry out there, in and, you know, much like any industry in the world, it's a community. You know, it's a community. It takes a community. It takes a village to... Uh, it takes a village to, to keep something going. And, uh, you know, the Carol- without groups like the Carolina Headbangers, without venues like... You know, Ground Zero, The Blind Tiger, Amos's. Without these places, you know, there's nowhere for music to live. You know, every, every, a lot of, you know, you meet a lot of people that are into whatever the radio is playing, right? People that aren't, that don't love music the way we love music. But what those people don't realize is that every single one of those people you hear on the radio started in some sweaty dive bar or club. Playing local shows,
1: yeah, you know, yeah, like you don't man. get to
2: that level of success. Yeah, you, know, you, you might. There's a few manufactured pop stars out there, but for the most part, everything you hear on the radio started at, you as have a local to, band.
1: You have to work. Uh, it's so so many. Uh, for instance, Pantera, Pantera, they played in te- Texas. They played in Texas solely for the first eight years of their career. They have four albums. They essentially had that. The span of a, the longest span of a local band could have probably, you know, 10 years till they, you know, but they kept playing and it kept getting bigger and bigger and building. Um, All your big bands, Van Halen, they played for four years before they got signed and they're playing five or six shows a night in hotels, you know, cover sets. Uh, You know, uh, Leonard Skinner, the year before they, their first album came out. They played 300 of 365 days. And it does. you know, could have been multiple sets within a day. So it all does take work, but it does start somewhere, you know? So, you know, I say, like, you know, I don't think sometimes there's like that, you know, that bad thing around local. Like, oh, it's just local. No, it's. No way, man. I I just actually
0: had to run out to tell everybody that I knew about Carolina Headbangers real quick. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. Just because that. The the this, you were
2: overwhelmed. I was did overwhelmed, you, you man.
0: Uh, you I got moved I, by the Holy Spirit. I did, man. Of metal, oh, the Holy that's Spirit of metal. I got moved. I had to go out and I had a cry, and I told everybody to go check out the Carolina. I heard. I heard, I heard. I heard. I
1: was wondering. Yeah, man. That's, yeah, that's what it was.
0: I oh man. I'm, I'm telling you, man. You're really you're doing a good thing, and there's nothing wrong with local at all. I mean, that's what we're all about as local. You know. Uh, you know. I, there's. I don't think there's any stigma well, behind them. Let's
2: get personal um, for a minute. I want to get personal. So, you said earlier you started this as just fans of metal music going to shows. How did you get this... The,
0: From the, page to shows.
2: Well, yeah. How did you get the, the local artists to, like, jump in with you and, and uh, be a part of this? Oh, yeah,
1: like, man. So, a long time, dude. We were going to these shows, and they just would see us, you know. I... I uh, this isn't like a costume or nothing. I like I dress like this, uh, but you know they would just see us there. You know, Paul's like this tall, lanky, weird looking dude, and much like me. You know, I
2: taking all <laughs> kinds of body shots tonight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, you know, but in uh, in uh, you know Randall like Randall had a green Mohawk at the time. I mean, he was one of my sober buddies that you know I'd met along the way there, and I don't know, man. I guess you know because we supported it, and it, then we kind of like, but we went in introducing ourselves as that. You know, like, we're the Carolina Headbangers. Yeah. Nice. This is what we do. So it was in place, you know. Uh, a lot of it is, is like, you're you're talking to these people, and they're like, okay. You know, not everybody was right on board right away. They're like, because we really weren't doing a whole lot. You know, it was just trying to, like, say, this is what we are. It's for metal people. It's for people who go to shows. We
0: meet them. It's like the pit crew. Because the, even the pit uh, crew has their own so pit. So
1: it is. It is a lot like that. And it, it's, uh, you know... I guess in a way of, like, they don't they compliment each other so well. They do, and yeah, uh, yeah. Mister Mr. William Spoon and his uh, very inspirational stuff. So, I mean, that mm, part of that is, you know, headbangers kind of came around. I, I knew with the pit crew guys way, way, way back then. I've known them for years. They always have a sign. They do. They got a pit crew sign. They, if, you, if you've if you seen them out, they got the eye on the chest. Yep. It's... Uh, they're great, man. You know, and they had this community well before Carolina Headbangers too. Um, it's you know, you know, it's on a smaller scale, but it's also on a pretty big scale too. Yeah, you know, it's a very recognizable. You see this, you you know, it's
0: this, uh, it's, an iconic
2: iconic yeah. iconic it's it's legendary. iconic image. A, yeah, yeah, the legend of. Of metal, um,
1: yeah, it is, man, and I think you know maybe in Headbangers' response to that was okay. So these are the ones in the pit, and then but you got to account for the other ones in the crowd that don't,
0: that don't get in the pit. Yeah, because there's yeah. a lot
1: of there's a lot of older people. I mean, I'm getting older now, thirty four. <laughs> you it's don't little, get pitted. It's, it's a little ah, uh, you know. So I I do as long as I don't have a camera. Oh, okay, yeah. you know I'm not trying to uh, you know uh, that, and you know it depends like what insurance i have whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. you know like how good is it you know i made those yeah. mistakes in the past and it's like oh yeah dude I, maybe i need to be a little i'm
2: 42 more years old i have metal in my hip and arm and i still get in the pit you got to pit. man you I, got I, you, I can't
1: you got to get it
0: out
2: especially when you're at a show that's so good you just oh, you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. help that's... it you have to get in the when, pit
0: when when a mirror came to yeah. uh yeah. to the carolina rebellion yeah. i got pitted
1: man we uh we got to see that a couple years ago in Carver. Springs
0: up a... We school. did, too. This brings yeah, up a great question. We went to the same thing.
1: Yeah, man. Now, we were at the... So, on my photography page, the longest time was a picture of me, Ryan, and Frankie from uh, a mirror. From a mirror. Yeah, we're standing outside the cat...
0: I've seen that. Carver, And then next to that one is a picture of you and Zach Wild of Black Label Society.
1: Ah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I got oh, a little I'm stocky jealous. on the... I got no, a little so, and that, stocky. That would happen a lot, too, man. You know, because it's like, just like fandom meeting your idols through the years yeah. and stuff. And Zach was one of them. Uh, Nikki Six, we got to meet him back in the day. That was cool. Right on. You know, uh, but a lot, a lot of that was from the Carolina Rebellion thing, you know, because so you had two elements, really, before the Carolina Headbangers. You had the Icon pick Crew, their right? Facebook group, their own little crew, and then you had this, uh, F, which would have been for Carolina Rebellion, but it was like the Carolina Rebellion fan page.
2: So you, that was you guys?
1: No, that was not us. But uh, some good friends of ours are friend missy and she was she she was tied into it and then gary uh gary's other one they had this page and it groups like a hundred thousand people you would meet a lot of people Um, from the festival a lot of local things but i was like okay so listen there's still something you know like i'm thinking there's still something missing here you know you have this but you got the pit crew you got the thing but where's the thing for our what's going on here locally because it's it's going crazy you know yeah even 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 then you know um there really wasn't that
0: uh, so you, you guys made that and then that's that's how the shows came to be
1: well yeah you know so i mean that's also it just took a lot of like we're just you know even still to this day we you know we go we just you know we watch bands i'm checking out i checked out a couple of bands on monday at the milestone um counteraction which i'll shout out because it's uh my buddy dustin you you might know him from until they bleed and also uh we, we Rise to Fall, but he's got a band called Counteraction, and uh, so Hey, fucking good. shout out to those guys uh, You know, one of my uh, like maybe favorite projects that he has now but uh, them and a band from Asheville called Bleed Season Bleed so, Season Bleed Season, yes, and if you get a chance, please check them out because it's uh, a, great, a great guy guys. see Elijah, they do shows up in Asheville all the time at the auditorium um and the band's sick man
0: the band is so sick i gotta write you should
1: man you should
0: i gotta write that one
1: down mentally mentally it's the nastiest pit you've ever (laughs) been in it is man it is i you know uh so glad i got to see those guys they played the both actually well bleed season played the headbangers ball last year and you know uh cops showed up halfway through the set that's right didn't
0: you go
2: I went to the one last year, yeah.
1: They showed it because of him. They showed it because of Yeah, him. it was Michael. It was running around naked. Yeah. Why'd you do that for him, Michael? <laughs> Edibles, man. Edibles, yeah, they get oh, you yeah time. That's what it was. It was like painted yeah. blue. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I got to see him. on titties. The, 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 that's all, man. Yeah. Um, it, dude, it, it was a great time, dude. That was a good, that was a fun day, you know. Uh, except the cop part. I mean, it's like the worst part to ever mention, <laughs> but uh, there's an ice cream truck showed up.
0: Hey, that's awesome.
1: Out of nowhere, up the backyard. So this, 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 this Carolina Headbangers ball. It's in the backyard. It's essentially it's in a neighborhood. I mean, it's, it's in a residential neighborhood. Yeah. But, well,
0: see, how did you get all the neighbors to be like, all right, you can do that.
1: Just gotta invite them. Oh. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. How, you know how mad I would be if my neighbors were doing something like that and you didn't tell them you were doing it. That would yeah, i would be pretty. You pissed. stayed inside all night and then you realized that happened. Yeah. So uh, there's that. You know, uh, permits. Gotta go get permits from gas, you know, Gastonia, all the alcohol permits, the noise ordinance permits. Uh, in this case of last year, we thought we were good to eleven. The paperwork said eleven, but the Gastonia police didn't feel the same way we did. So, you know, I got crossed out on the paper, and, and they, wrote, they wrote ten in there, and then we had to shut it down right then and there. So, uh, Haymaker didn't get to play, but uh, you know, so it'll be back this year. We're gonna do. I think we're gonna do.
2: A, I finally got Sienna Lee.
1: Annabelle Lee. I had
2: not seen them before that, and I was very happy to see them. Uh, Great, man. They were fantastic.
1: I, dude, I, uh, sick, sick, sick dudes, man. And a group that we go way back with, man. This is one of, you know, one of the first ones that kind of like we were introduced to back in the day. Really great guys, too, you know. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's it's a little different now. The lineup's a little different than it was back then, but, uh, dude, just as great, man. I mean, do you got Jeremiah's? Just, Deathcore beast mm-hmm. uh all of them man all of them. Um, i'd be
2: remiss not to shout out the silencing machine because they were on the show uh, earlier last year and then they right. played and they played uh the, the head the headbangers ball and i got to see them they were TV here so, yeah i, they, I just talked to I, I
1: just talked to jeremiah a couple yeah, days ago that's
2: yeah jeremiah was a great guy man yeah. i mean again another guy that loves the scene so much and is willing to do anything for the scene you yeah know? Yeah. He, he
1: is man, and you know that that he's he's done sound. He's played a few of our shows and stuff like that, you know. Um, I guess to kind of get back to where you were at, where you were asking about the uh, how do we get from here to point A to point B? I don't know, you know. That there's a lot of stuff that just happened, you know. Yeah. So I, I tell anyone, it, it, nothing. There's no stupid ideas, you know. It's just it, well, that's
0: good to hear, man. Because you know, if you
1: can think it, you could. Uh, if uh, you can, if think you it can dream it, you can do it. You know? Yeah. It. yeah, it's such it's such a such a real thing, man. You it's know, corny, it's, but it's true. It is. It's a positive. You know, yeah. you have a positive mindset. You know, that's you that's why the scene. It. That's how it grows. You know, that's it's it's got to be positive. Well, I mean, we've um.
0: we've done a very similar thing in the fact that we. Aren't even open yet, and we've taken shows to the Joy Performance Theater in Kings Mountain, which okay. we recently did a benefit show mm-hmm. for back on Christmas. If you guys missed mm-hmm. it, there's probably some photos floating out there. What kind there. of show was it? It was a Christmas show. Yeah,
2: it's a, yeah, it a Christmas show. We brought some local bands in to do, like, stripped-down, like, Christmas songs. Christmas songs. Like that, the day, ones? that means something. Like Unplugged? Them. Yeah, kind it's of kind semi. Of... I mean... They were plugged, but
1: a lot of it was acoustic.
2: It was like yeah. take
0: the Christmas songs you know and love, but make, make them it yours. make them yours. Yeah, and it, that oh, was the okay, show.
1: Yeah. so kind of like you, you know, like uh, just basically you're just doing it in your own version, right? It might, yeah, it Might right. crank up like a guitar solo or something. Get right bad in here,
0: but we also yeah. did Rooster, uh, the uh, Raise the Roost. The Rooster Presents Raise the Roost. Okay. That's the really Joy, Joy Theater, uh, which was just bands that got to come in and play their own stuff. And we we've taken some shows over to CDK. CDK. So shout out to Byron. So even though we aren't open, we've taken shows to other places and and have gotten the the same kind of thing with the noise ordinance and and all these other things. Yeah. So. Um, so we can definitely relate and it's something that, uh, that brought a lot of joy to us and it was fun to put on. So, so how do you feel getting prepared for these types of shows? Uh, whenever you're doing the the booking or reaching out to the different bands, how do you feel? Because I'm, I'm interested to know because we do it, you know, Uh, when we can. So,
1: so, uh, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a cool thing, man. You know, I've, Definitely put a lot of, uh, there's a lot more time and energy, I think, than people maybe would realize.
0: That goes into the show?
1: Yeah, I'm very particular with things, man. You know, even my flyers, dude. I, yeah. I, 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 so the, for instance, uh, I wish I would have brought the poster inside because they're definitely out in the car. I'll bring some in after here in a second. But it's uh, the one we've got coming up the milestone. It's like a Spider Man poster. It's got our skeleton guy, like laying on the tuxedo, you, know, you know. And I give it to my guy, Jimmy, and he creates kind of just basically where I'm thinking in my head, he's he manages to kind of like map it out for me now. Yeah. Um, You know, but I... You know, you want want to present it good. You know, so here's my last thing is like, I could just take these logos, throw it on a piece of paper and then throw it up and be like, all right, this Friday, you know, no time prior, nothing. I don't think the music doesn't deserve that. It deserves to be presented in the best possible light is, you know, I mean, these people are putting their money and time on the line. I'm doing then let's make it as, you know, let's make it a let's thing. Let's make, make it, it a, an event, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just That's own,
2: exactly uh, how show, we
1: approach, you know? that's,
2: that's our approach as well. Like, you know, like we're not, we want each show to be like its own show. Like we don't want to feel yeah. like we're doing the same thing every night. Like we want a different show every night because yeah. we want – if you didn't show up Thursday, you missed it. You missed it. You dude. missed it. Yeah, you know what I mean? mean? Like that's how we want people to feel but,
1: about our shows. Well, and that's the thing. it, it is uh, you you want you want that because you know if you have to be the same bands, the same three bands play on the same shows and they play eight times in that, you know, month or whatever, but it, it, you know, so that's what's that that's not going to do anything, you know. It's just going to, you know, overkill really quick, but Yeah. But you know, there's there's just good. It's too it's too good, man. Just to say like, hey, you know, it's easier to remember too. So I can say Carolina Headbanger's Ball, and then, it, you know. um... I don't know, just make it something memorable, something that somebody can leave with. Create
2: an experience. You're creating an experience yeah. and you're creating something that you're not going to get anywhere else. It happened this one time. It's not going to happen again the same way. Exactly. And if you weren't there, you missed it. it, it you know,
1: exactly. You know, and a lot of the bands I know too, when they play these shows. And they, so the sets, the, even their sets, uh, they make sure custom. To either, you know, of course it could be like time constraints or whatever on the show, but also like, hey, we might only play this certain song a couple times. Uh, Even so, I jam with the guys in Prep and Barium sometimes. I get up there, I'll sing, try to sing or whatever, but, uh, you know, go through different covers at the end of the set, and then we'll, but each time I'll look and see it, they'll try to make this a little different than last time or this different here. You know, okay, so we had this song, this song, this song. All right, we're going to put another one here, a new one here another like cover just try to change it up a little bit you know so you may you want to make it it's your own experience you don't know whose first show it's going to be yeah you know there could be like uh, i've seen it out at headbangers ball people bring their kids and it's 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 a beautiful thing man you know uh the you passing that torch on you know uh now we get, we go to shows all the time i go to shows so much, there's people that don't really get to do that often, you know, sometimes that they, the only thing they may come out for is like like two other shows and then Caroline Headbangers Ball or, yeah, well, believe me,
2: I wish you know, I could get to so more I, we, I go to a lot of shows of people, and I you know? still wish I could get, if I could every night I'd get out to
1: support local art it's
2: well, almost possible, yeah. Almost. It, it, well,
0: well for us it's going to happen once we open, yeah. you're going to get to see shows every night except for you'll be working but that's interesting that you jam and that you go belt out some songs with these guys man I didn't know you were a singer
1: yeah look man you oh, yeah, look over one though <laughs> well, well what's the, I uh, wanted to ask you on no, that note
0: Spock, what's your man. favorite well what's your favorite cover to do
1: oh man so uh you know um there's about there's four of them that we've done so far let me get the top five you know five. it's actually it's uh, actually I've done five so I've done five well let me get them uh so okay the you know very first start out where i didn't rehearse anything at all very first time i ever sang in front of anybody okay other than the show anybody yeah seriously (laughs) myself in the mirror um was the the second uh, no it wasn't the second headbangers ball but it was right after they did another show out there but i got up with the guys in haymaker and we did break stuff
0: Oh, but it was unrehearsed. Biscuit.
1: Yeah, it was unrehearsed. Everything wasn't, you know. So I just had like the phone in my hand, looking at kind of lyrics and stuff like that. I did like four times. So and, what? On, it's on the fun. Way it's and fun. yeah, and I had a blast. Yeah. Um, you know, and it you know, it doesn't sound bad, you know. And I mean, going back, like yeah, I didn't know the arrangement so well, you know. It's a little different here and there, but um, you know, so that happened, and then we uh, the prepping guys offered up Misfits, oh. Last Caress. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, so that was really fun, too. You know, and the idea behind it was one. we were just going to record it, man, messing around in the studio. I had a, a girlfriend at the time. I think I was going to, it was going to be something for like Valentine's Day or something for her. I don't know. None of that really worked <laughs> out. But, uh, but you know, we, I, we played the song live and it was fucking really fun. They I were, mean, everybody was like, nothing yeah. beats that time. That felt like for me the very first time. Yeah. So I got to go in their little studio, run through it a couple times, mess up, not mess up, you know, and uh, it's a very seedy, you're like, cuff of your pants, come in too early at this part, then you, you know, it could all collapse.
0: What's the, it's an experience.
1: It is, it is. Um, but, you know, we did that a few times. We did a Slither by a Velvet Revolver. Um, the cool thing has been for mostly some of these covers have been songs that I grew up with Yeah, when I was in high school. Huge Guns N' Roses, but I still am to this day. So uh, rock on. When man. those guys were doing that, I was like, dude, no matter what, I gotta, I gotta
0: do this. Yeah, let me get a touch of velvet in there. Some GNR.
1: It, it is, man. Yeah, dude, and, and uh prepping man, they're very, they're influenced by a lot of things, but there's that they have that element of a GNR hard rock thing that I, I, sure. I, I dig, man. Um The newest one we've been doing. And it's uh, it's Guns N' Roses, but it's a song called Chinese Democracy.
2: Oh, I know that one.
1: Uh, so that, is it
2: Guns N' Roses?
1: It is. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's Axel. Is it oh, Guns my, Roses? It's <laughs> Axel, but don't. It's a good album, man. Uh, that that song. Um, you, but you know, so it's one of those ones where you don't get up there and then. Everyone's expecting you to sound just like Axel, You know, like I wouldn't get up. I would never in my life get up and try to sing Sweet Child of Mine.
0: Nah, dude. No. I need a pair of vice versa. Yeah. In
1: fact,
2: I know, and I know because you know, you've been in Rebellion, you've can seen I? Miles yeah. Kennedy. I'm
1: not going to do it. <laughs> well, you've, you, I
2: know you've seen Miles Kennedy with Slash. There's no way you haven't. You've been to Yeah, yeah. A and, times. And, and I like what they do, but it's still kind of weird. It's kind of weird when they do GNR songs. Because
1: you're, you, well, you're expecting because you've heard the song. Yeah, well, He's, he's like times. an octane or
2: two higher. Miles Kennedy. It had to do with Octave. I said Octave. You're like an octave or is two that higher. Alter
0: Bridge?
1: It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying with Slash, or still does sing with Slash. Really? Yeah, they still. It, yeah, it's yeah, like it's still a solo project. Oh, They're actually coming to Charlotte in March, man. I'm going. Oh so my um, god, got my ticket I over I want to see
2: Quinn and Chevelle in March.
1: I'll, I'll probably be at that. There's a lot of shows in if March.
2: You can, man. There really Never. is, dude. We were <laughs> just, my wife and I were just having this conversation because we were looking at buying tickets for another show in March.
1: Uh, and, so I want to go see. There's Jerry Contrell of uh, Allison Chains. Alice in Chains yeah. he's got a solo thing.
0: Oh, that's got to be good because he's just good. Oh, he's amazing, yeah, yeah, I mean, yes.
1: dude, you're talking about uh, you want a really good album, the, the new solo album from Jerry Cantrell. It's uh <laughs> that's the one. I it's the most Alice in Chains album they've had sounding wise since Black Gives it's Way like to, like blue. Black gives well, to Blue. Black Gives Way to Blue. Well, maybe not since bass. the original stuff, but yeah. it's so that's but that's the voice though. You know, I mean, a lot of it is Lane, like the highs, but that mid-level range voice you're hearing. Is Jerry Cantrell. Yeah. And without that, I don't know if you would have... Uh, I, I think he's the more important factor. I mean, I'm just going to say that right. Songwriter. Nah, nah dude. It's, like your, it. it's, it's, it's his voice, man. I think
2: yeah. we all know that. We just don't say it out loud that much. Yeah. No, we don't.
1: Yeah. We don't, man. You know I mean? It's, it's,
2: <laughs> because without Lane's voice, you know... No guy does all right. No,
1: I mean, well, that's all. I mean... You, it, you're, it's missing still, you know yeah. the intensity of it. I think it's he, because the guy who he felt those things, he felt those
0: words. He, right. you know, yeah. it, but he was also very, very drugged out. <laughs> you know, well, he was troubled. That's, that's He all was there. troubled. He was you troubled. know, he that's, was troubled. That's, that's uh, he, demons. You know, when Sammy
1: Hagar came into Van Halen, and they only maybe ever covered.
0: For Van Halen Yeah, because I like Van Halen Not Van Hagar Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and that's
2: the thing Well, that's, he well, would that's never, a little bit Sammy different Sammy would never cover them That's a little bit different Because they actually still wrote good Like like write, Oh, write, yeah write, I mean, the originals know?
1: were Yeah, had the originals yeah. sucked really bad And they had to just depend on yeah. that Then he would have had no choice But Yeah I think Very, the very of talent, few bands yeah. can pull that off not many. There's and, uh, and it, I'll
2: admit Allison Chain still does like if you go to see him live, it's still a yeah. wonderful live show. Yeah, that's true. It, it, wonderful
1: it, live it, show. It really is. So the only thing I would say closest, our generation's Van Halen type of thing, was uh with the kill switch engage.
0: Yeah, they totally pulled a, mm. a sneaky on us and did a switcheroo. And <laughs> yeah, and they did
1: it again. They said, Oh, you know what? Once you fell in love with this guy, we're gonna bring the old guy back. It's like that's hilarious. It's uh, it's definitely like a relationship type thing. It's like oh uh, yeah you know like your love got away and then you well now re- they're like I mean and, basically, like, basically
2: they've made Howard like Howard a member of the band too. He like might as well they, just come back. Yeah, and I mean he yeah. might as well just go on tour with all of them. Yeah, you know, writing songs together and shit. Now and it's like it's like because they're both great singers, but they have very different you know things about like 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 no like like Today. Howard Howard never could scream like Jesse.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, no, you know he couldn't, and, and 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 so, and Jesse could never sing like he Howard. He could
2: never sing like Howard, right, yeah. and it's it's like, and, but you put them together, and it's like, What well, a Signal Fire song kicks ass.
1: Yeah, yeah, just you do know? a whole album of that. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> just know? do that. That's the best one on there, you know. <laughs> yeah, a good I mean, one. everything was good, but, you know, I, I love that band, but, yeah. uh, you know, that, but that's the thing, so you don't, you don't really get that too often, where you kind of, these bands really, like, hit success twice, you know, it's like... Uh, ACDC was one of them, you know, some of the mm-hmm. like the older bands, but that's that's a cool thing, man. You know, I always do think about that. I'm like, well, you know, what if you just had brought in
3: AC/DC? Yeah. Did it twice. They have not done it a third time.
1: <laughs> yeah, they
3: have not done it a third
1: time. No, they haven't done it a third time yet. Mm. Uh, the Axl Rose tour was good. I was there. Mm. I've seen them do it in person. But
3: they—they've uh, lost too many members. They've lost. Oh too yeah, many.
1: yeah. I mean, the one guy when, yeah. when
3: Malcolm died. Mal- Malcolm passed away a few years back. I with think Dimension and little, everything. That's like the whole band's backbone. Yeah, you know? it's you've—you've you've lost your singer. You've lost your singer again, and you really didn't lose him the second time. When Brian Johnson stopped singing for him, he has begged to come back because he's, back he's had his right? well. They're technically, yeah, technically but they they haven't really planned any shows with him.
1: Yeah, yeah that's what I would the, like to see.
0: They come out with a new album, like, not
1: that long yeah, it's ago. It's pretty right? good. Yeah, it I, I actually thought it was one of the better ones.
3: you talking about the Black Ice from, like, no, no, no. no, no. This was
1: a uh, what's that called? Uh, I don't uh, High hi, something voltage or something. Right
3: yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to fact check it.
0: Oh, it. It was pretty good, was I thought. Little...
3: Ah, the Power Up album. The Power, Power Up, Power Up. Power up, up yeah. I got you. Yeah, I'll right. have to check it out. I haven't given it much thought because because well, of the is. way that. Now, who's singing on it? I mean, uh, I Brian, guess Johnson. Brian, Johnson. Brian Johnson. Okay, Johnson's back. Yeah. See, see, well, I, so, I'll be worth giving. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be willing to give it a chance.
1: Check it yeah. out, because he, so here's the thing. I kind of question when some of the stuff was recorded on that album, though, because <laughs> Brian Johnson sounds very, really great, like insanely great. So I don't know if that's where he's at now, or if say they record the vocals 10 years ago and then they
0: just and then finally
1: released you know, it. Yeah. yeah re-recorded some instruments here and there well and he stuff. went
3: through a lot of he went through a lot of therapy he he, he had his ears worked on um so the guy that developed this super new uh really high-tech in-ear monitor technology yeah. got to working with him uh and then i know he went through a lot of vocal stuff as well so it may be all new recordings i mean it's it's yeah. Well, yeah, I want to look at it. I wanna that's dig all, you know. It. So I mean, the problem wasn't
1: that he couldn't, you know, it wasn't that he couldn't sing. He just couldn't you have Drew right. hearing himself sing. Right, but you know, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so i I seen some of those last couple shows too, where it was it, they had to do something about it because it, it it was just it was bad. It was rough, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I think everyone has their even younger singers, older singers. Dude, here's my thing: when I go to Motley Crue this summer, it's fucking Motley Crue. I don't care. What Vince looks like, I don't care. What he sounds like, as long as there's fucking all four of them up there, you know. Uh,
0: you did see the YouTube video.
1: He's losing weight. Vince is losing weight. I'm excited about that. I saw a right. Bit. He had like the thing on there, it. Was like, no, but you're making you know, a,
2: you're making a great point because it's true. You know, people you know, people age. They evolve.
1: They yeah.
2: it's, just, it's just like you know, one of the things I never really appreciated about. People, the way people criticize is, is as bands evolve and you know, they put out an album and it doesn't sound like the first three albums and people are just oh, immediately no. just they don't even want to give it a chance. You know, and, and I, the biggest the biggest example of this in metal was when Metallica, Metallica. put out Load and, and, and Reload. I, I like and those people, albums though. People just I gave them too. all like kinds those. of shit. And I am like, like Garage Days. And what I would what I would tell people
0: ink. I like yes. saying Anger. I do too, even though, the, regardless of the snare. I don't, care. I mean, what I don't I would, care, What I would <laughs> yeah. tell people it's it's, got, it's, uh, it's it is... It's good,
1: underlying, it's good. It's
2: what I would tell people is listen to that album and, and without knowing that it's Metallica, right? If you just heard this on the radio and you didn't know it was Metallica, but as, soon as you would fucking love
0: it. I no, dude, I but love it. It's,
2: but because it doesn't sound like Ride the Lightning and it doesn't sound like Injustice for All...
0: You want to hate on it? I'm like,
2: it's still good music. It's just
0: hard to do because as soon as James comes in with the yeah, I I know it's Metallica. So it's hard for me to picture it not being Metallica. Yeah. But my point is, is
2: that is that people evolve, humans evolve, bands evolve. Their sound changes. Sound
1: changes. Art
0: evolves. Right. You
1: know, it it just it's it's evolution. It does. It does. You know, um, so someone like ACDC, for instance, they. Yeah, so people are like, oh, it's ACDC. Dude, a couple years ago, I'm glad to see ACDC putting out, I'm glad to see that they're still out there doing, you know. Right. I, yeah, you still got Angus, you know, but thing is, is they're staying true to what they did. and But for bands to actually evolve, I like those bands. All yeah. the bands I grew up with, uh, they, you know, of course, there's a couple duds, you know every band has
2: everybody has
0: to that point I gotta ask you this because I ask anybody and everybody that gives me an inkling of an idea that they like rock and metal music so I gotta ask you and this is kind of a troll question but where's your stance on Nickelback where's it at? I want your true stance on it
1: once and for all I fucking like Nickelback
0: dude
1: right here man
0: fucking
1: yeah man I mean so here's the thing. Yeah here's the thing. Popular One of the greatest of all time doesn't always no. mean it's uh not good. When people think popular music, oh pop, pop. Uh, there's pop right now that's really great. Um you, ain't you know, uh H- Hazley. H- Halsey. Halsey Halsey. I always say Hazley. Halsey Halsey's amazing uh, Billie uh, Eilish? Fucking great. Love it. Billie Eilish, you know Katy Perry even? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. I dude. I'm,
3: I'm losing hey. it. I'm losing it for Katy Perry. I'm losing a lot for Katy Perry that's right. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's my desire to listen to her music or just my respect. I'm, but I'm losing something for Katy Perry. Oh yeah. Unless she cut her hair the first time and it was really yeah. short.
1: And oh. That ruined it for me. But um. Well. That, I, but no, I mean, so you know, I don't. I never like really would limit myself to those. You know, I think was a kid, man. One of the the, the bands like my dad would raise me on was like yeah, Led Zeppelin. It's yeah. a band every album sounded different. You know, but everything from the '70s, it wasn't David Bowie. Every year was a different adventure it oh yeah. something fucking weird and you know it might take you a little bit longer to catch up to it man but dude those have always been the best type of musicians and i agree albums man i always like the albums that were like dude i don't don't catch me at first but damn the fifth time i'm getting into it and i'm like hooked
0: you mean those oldies you know? took you a couple times uh, so some of them, not well, not, like not so much with that, but yeah, stuff.
1: yeah, I mean, so you got into like the Pink Floyd albums, the different type of albums you can listen those ones to, did, those
0: ones did take me a couple times until I got a little older and then I respected the Pink Floyd,
1: it does man, so I'm not like a constant like Pink Floyd, you know, all, all that's, but I've listened to every album they've had, I've had, you know, oh, I get, um, I get you there, uh, it's a certain mood, you know, yeah, I,
0: well, Even, I've well, I've been know. getting into collecting vinyl, uh, and uh, I, I bought some of those oldie goldies. And it, they're, they're just a every now and again throw-on kind of thing. I mean, It is. It's, it's
1: good, but it's, it's still great for background. Oh, yeah.
2: I've, uh, yeah. I, I've, I've said this a lot, and I'll continue to say it until someone proves me wrong. But Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, in my opinion, is the best rock
1: and roll album ever made.
3: Um, have you listened to In Through the Outdoor by uh,
1: Led Zeppelin? Yeah, Led Zeppelin.
3: Yeah. That's a really good conceptually put together album that doesn't it, get a lot of credit.
1: It is, it is. But I'll say it is unfinished. it's
2: unfinished. Dark side of the moon. Take it with. Take I, it feel
3: with like a neat, I feel like it. I feel like it's it's designed to leave you wanting more.
1: It, it, it is, man. So I, I don't. So here's the thing. Um, well,
3: what's the movie without I the money don't shot?
1: Think it was intended to be the the last goodbye. You know what I mean? Fair so. Enough. If you had it, say, sandwiched and they had maybe got one more album in, but, you know, in the early 80s there, it probably would have been, you know, it made more sense. Um, but when you just, uh, that, there's some other songs that were, didn't make it on that album that were fucking great, man. Coda, after you go to the collections, uh, whatever thing mm-hmm. they put together, they slap together. There's three songs on there that are fucking amazing. It re- ends with a song called Wearing and Tearing that was supposed to be on there, and it's Robert Plant's, like, if Robert plant was, you know, if they were in Judas Priest or something like that. Whoa! But it's it, but it's like full on fucking, you know, uh, Zeppelin at its fastest for all punk form, you know, and what could have been, you know, but it just they, they held these songs off to the next album. What was the name of the song? Uh, Wearing and tearing. Wearing and tearing. It's it's a very you know, but it's a good album. I dude, I loved. I dude, I used to. Physical graffiti is one of my favorite. You know, House of, House of the Holy is one of my favorite albums. Both good. Um, that's just what I was raised. Right, you know, I the, the Van Halen, ACDC, That's where my dad came from, and that's what I grew up listening to. You know, all the car rides, everything. You know, a lot of it's attributed to my dad's love of music. You know, of course, you got a little older in teenage years. You know, the things, certain other bands. You'd be like, hey, you know, check out these Alice Coopers and stuff like that. I'm like this is really good to smoke too. You know. <laughs> um... <laughs> There was that man, you know, with Mima Pops, and uh, so there's, that, you know, but I still love that music. I still, you know, I've been, I've, we've had so many different things over the years. You know, you've, gone, I've lived through new metal, I've lived through all the grunge, alternative, but man, I always just go back to that man. You know, even, uh, you know, well,
2: you get, you get to a certain age, and in certain subgenres of music, become like. Nostalgia. Parts parts of a soundtrack. You it, know is, know what I'm saying? Like it is. It is. parts of a soundtrack to your life. which, not to sound corny, but you know, you know, like for me, grunge was those early teen years when I was figuring out who I was and what I liked and didn't like, and you know.
0: And also it, for you, wasn't it underground rap, a '90s rap?
2: I fucking love '90s early '90s rap. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I got put on the Red Man uh, you know, in the in the early 90s, and See, you know, now I'm a fan of rap music. You know what we were talking that about,
1: dude. though, too? And we were talking about this. I was having a conversation with somebody the other night, Milestone. During that time period, you had, you know, with new Metal, and it gets a lot of shit. It gets a lot of, you know. That's oh, a good genre,
0: metal. though. I don't care what How shit.
1: experimental was it, though, really, man? I mean, you had, speaking of Red Man... Like you wouldn't see that nowadays. You know, I don't think you know, if you'd necessarily see a rapper just come into a metal project like yeah. Lamb of God. Are we gonna see like the the baby? Is gonna come over and rap on Lamb of God stuff? Nah, it's no. not gonna happen. Even but Korn if... doesn't really even do that no more. But...
0: but in the new metal days, it was everywhere. Yeah, look did. at your limp biscuits.
1: Meth and man would come on there with, with limp biscuit. Uh, right, Wu Tang Clan had one with System of a Down. So it
0: that's right.
1: Yeah, I forgot man.
0: about that one. That's a tech made a
1: tech Tech nine would be an exception. He, I think. He, yeah, he's actually <laughs> yeah. really good at doing metal. he's great man he's done uh i mean Corey taylor he's done stuff with five finger death punch he's
2: he's done something with uh uh, not system but um surge from system yeah 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 Uh,
1: yeah. i mean so like well and he played a lot of the festivals too so i mean i guess maybe to an extent you do have that but i wish there was more of it you know i think that's mm -hmm. such a cool thing dude when artists collab and you know, but even seeing the change of that, you know, I mean, growing up with like M&Ms and stuff like that and then seeing people kind of go from being metal feds to being, you know, they, they like rap more or, you know, it was weird in high school, dude, my, all my friends, well, not all of them, but a good bit of them, they all listen to rap. And yeah. I, I mean, so I have that, you know, influence. i listened to a lot of rap, but I was always like that rocker kid, you know, my buddy Ty. There was a few of us that. You know, we we went to shows together back th- way back then. You know, went to go old Tremont and stuff like that. We would, you know, so that's always been a thing in my life since I was sixteen. I'm a little late going to shows. It was Aerosmith and Kiss. It was the very first show my dad took me nice. to. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds like
0: an amazing show.
1: It was man. It's 2003. So I was, it was 15, I think. You know, uh, I think dude, I was 14. 14. But what a fucking show, show! You know, what a hell of a show. But that was my first thing until first time drinking. First time, you know, uh, drinking at least, so you know, but first concert, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, this is the life, dude. This is awesome, you know. This is what this is. This is why, I, you know. No wonder.
0: And and so now now you you continue to go to shows and you make shows happen. So when is the, when is the next Carolina Head, Headbangers uh, show? I almost forgot.
1: I almost forgot, dude. I'm glad you brought it back to that. So uh, we actually have one coming. January 28th the milestone in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a uh, headbanger's homecoming. This one's a special. This one's the, not the most special, but this one is special because it's our first one actually in Charlotte. So nice. Out of maybe like the the eight or so we did last year and the other headbanger's balls like those were in Gastonia, Right. which I, you know it's not far from us at all, but it's not it's not Charlotte. So Yeah. This is one of the We're coming back. We're coming back with Blackwater Drowning, which is you know this one of those bands that we go back the farthest with. Right. Aria Morgan, I love them. I love. Not to mention they're freaking amazing, Uh, talented. uh, I mean, my personal opinion, the best, the the best
2: Charlotte has to offer. Yeah, I mean, like if I,
1: yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot, and I'm not gonna name check everybody here, but. Blackwater hands down like that's.
0: And this is on January twenty
1: eighth. Uh, yeah, January so it's Friday, January twenty eighth. It starts at seven o'clock. Uh like Blackwater. I was gonna say redefined, but redefined. Not playing that show. Uh, Fear until Fury is in their place now, uh, which is another great Charlotte. Uh, rap. Rap rock, new metalish band, you Check know. Check uh, out, Kevin. He's got great shirts, um, amazing shirts, really colorful. But uh, <laughs> uh Prep and Barium, my buddies I was mentioning earlier, and Prep and Barium will be out there. Death of August, which is Helena and Jason and all them, uh, awesome all. Great people, uh,
0: and this is miles at the milestone.
1: At the milestone, yeah, and then Tiger, which is a newer group, it's like a super group.
2: Oh, we've had those guys on the show. Yeah, we had have. They've been
1: here before. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool man. Be out there on the twenty eighth. Are you still telling me I sat on the <coughs> same couch? I'm sitting on the same couch as Tiger. Yes, you are. Yes, you no, are. I'm That's sure. pretty fucking cool, if you ask me. Well,
0: you're pretty yeah. fucking cool, if you so, ask me. Yeah.
1: yeah, I love that, man. Uh, I saw, so, you know, I've seen those guys maybe over the summer last year, but I, I was running a little behind. But what I saw I was like, damn, these guys are fucking cool, man. Yeah, they are. They're you very know? cool. And I know they go back so far in the scene. I don't even know how exactly, you know, but pretty far. I want to say the singer's sister, Lindsay, was. I think I think her name's Lindsay. Pretty sure it is. I mean, that's there's a lot of lanes floating around on my Facebook page. So I can't tell you who's who, but she uh, she's. I know they've been part of the, like in the group a little bit for a couple years now too, and that's really cool. Um, but okay, so all five of those bands, Friday, which. Um, it's gonna be a couple weeks from now. Friday the twenty eighth. So. And
0: where can people buy tickets?
1: Uh, so you actually have to go to the milestones page. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an event page, uh, Headbangers Homecoming an event page. There's two of them actually, but. The mm, one's got a link. one actually has a link, but or if not, you can go to themilestoneclub.com, dot com, and you can get advanced tickets. I want to say it's twelve there, fifteen at the door. Um. Not bad. Yeah, no, no, not bad at all. You know, uh, it's it's f-
0: especially for a groups. hefty lineup like that. Yeah, man,
1: man dude. Yeah. Uh, people
2: need to get off their high horse when it comes to paying co- paying for tickets for local shows because yeah, yeah, you, know, you could even you could pay ten or fifteen bucks. <laughs> they don't want to
1: pay. Ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you could pay ten or fifteen bucks to see a five band lineup at a local venue, or. You could pay two hundred fifty to five hundred dollars to sit in the nosebleed section for, you
0: know, one show
2: for one show, which is why that, I said not know,
0: a bad price because I yeah. mean honestly you're getting so much in it's one night. One of the night.
2: things that drives me crazy about like like I you know in my personal life I've got friends that you know they they act like they're into music and you're like hey come to this show with me. There's a small see. cover. Let's go, let's go see the new creatures. Oh, where are they at? It's here. How much is it? A $5 cover. Uh, I'm like, no, but you're you're going to what? You're going to dig into your savings account and a $1,000 $1, to go see Billy Joel? Like, fuck you, man. Like, come see this
1: local band.
0: <laughs> I bet all the yeah. Billy Joel fans watching are punching the air you know, right now. And here's the crazy thing
3: about <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> it. So, the, so
1: they'll be like, do you, you can get the people out of the house. They'll come out of the house. This ticket's 150 bucks, right? Haven't seen so and so since high school. But if you look at another direction, great local music it's you know 10 15 bucks you got plenty more uh, money plenty more for alcohol whatever yeah, extracurriculars right. you want to yeah. do and still not break the bank you know you can get some merch get t-shirts and all this under like you know 50 bucks exactly so i mean there there's the possibilities are endless
0: uh, and plus it's going to be a fun time it's a it's a carolina headbangers event it I mean. should
1: be man so we're put we're going to put a lot into this one we i we already have i mean i got at least posters printed up now um different types of promos uh might even be a special guest there might pop up someone may have mentioned earlier on this broadcast Mm. i can't i'm not going to say anything else on that one because
3: frankie palmer i knew you were going to have acdc i just knew
1: (laughs) (laughs) one of those guys so frankie's singing for acdc so you heard it here (laughs) first uh you might see the rooster there yeah acdc are coming together Collab. so, 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 so tell, <laughs> here it is. tell us
3: about it tell us about the show one more time as we flash we've got a graphic we want to throw up here oh for yeah you. that's
1: right Cool man so it's uh the headbangers homecoming uh carolina headbangers very first show here in charlotte north carolina um blackwater fear until fury prep and barium death of august and tiger and it starts seven o'clock july 28th um uh, January 28th. January 28th. Whoa, 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 whoa. Two weeks from now, not six months. Um, <laughs> yeah. January 28th. Uh, it's going to be cool. And if you haven't been to the Milestone yet, I mean, they've, dude, they've done so much work there. Wiley has literally, uh, and I got to thank him for that, too. I mean, it's my first, you know, shout out. You know, getting getting my foot in the door at the Milestone, man. It's still a place we grew up at, you know. Uh, and it's a place he takes care of now really great. You know, he's got it remodeled, a brand new bar, new toilets.
0: That's important.
1: <laughs> yeah. Y'all ever been to the milestone? Oh yeah. Yeah. When the toilet yeah, through? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Um, so, right. so you guys make sure to go online and get your tickets. Please.
2: And if you're on Facebook, type up Carolina Headbangers. Josh uh, Josh's gonna throw up the graphic right now. Yeah, so you can yeah. See the, um the logo there. It's whoa, amazing.
0: Look at that logo. Yeah, check out Carolina
2: Headbangers to keep up with what all's going on in the local scene, the metal community.
1: Yeah, you know, I've I've got, so I got that. There's a YouTube channel with a, so the YouTube channel's interesting. It's just local live videos, um, you know, from over the years, stuff like that.
0: Compilations.
1: Yeah, pretty, essentially, yeah. You know, I mean, like, uh, it's like a little taste Italy of local music. Yeah, um, a
0: charcuterie board
1: exactly with the uh with a little bit of fucking salami and, and yeah. the, the brie cheese and all. You got that, everything
0: man. you want on there. Um, What's the YouTube channel plug?
1: Uh it's just Carolina Headbangers as well. Everything is um
0: Right on. That so makes it easy.
1: It does. It makes it so much easier. I mean, so we called it like, recently added photography to the blog page. It was the Carolina Headbangers blog page. Now it's the Carolina Headbangers photography page. But uh yeah you most of it you're gonna get in the group you know i mean that's you know so essentially i'm not doing the same thing on one page as i am the other it just goes to the group
0: it's all one
1: yeah yeah and then there's just something for my photography too so it's
0: is that on uh you guys on insta Instablam as well
1: yes i'm, I'm on i'm on there too uh sa- same same thing kind of you know that's mostly photography i mean on my private pages dude i'll uh, I mean, I'll share that stuff, you know, I do like to, the yeah, you know, music it. I like, I mean, so you want to kind of get a good idea of what I listen to on a daily, I I do share stuff that I enjoy as well, you know, as well as new stuff that I'm, you know, uh, you know, so some of it is local, some of it's, uh, you know, like there's this new band called Turnstile. It's
0: oh, yeah. Good. Is yeah. it like music reviews, basically? Kinda? Uh,
1: well maybe, you know, maybe not as much entailed into that, you know, uh, but there will be. Yeah. Um, You know, I'd love to see that. I want to say here in the next few months, take a little time off. This is actually the last scheduled show that I have on the books as of right now. It's the 28th. So I'm going to give myself a little bit of time, hopefully get this magazine going, and some other stuff that I've been working on, you know, just life stuff, you know, moving. Of course. You know, I, I don't ever take a break, though. You know, even John, I saw John the other night. He's like, man, you take a break. We're at the Milestone that night, and I'm already, like, hanging my own poster up. <laughs> and, you know, get, I do band photography, man, so I like to try to give back, you know, um right. some of these bands. and. It's, uh, you know, that's something that just kind of came from all of it, too. You know, going to these shows and take pictures with a cell phone. That's where it all started. So you cell phone photographers out there, don't ever give up because you take them, you make them look as good as you can, and you just do that for years and years and years. And when
3: you're running pictures off of Samsung, you yeah, can't, beat that. Really you can't with- beat that. You can't beat that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows, man. Um, You know, you get into festivals on it. And, uh, you know, but now now I've got the equipment and stuff like that. Everything's a process of step, you know, and where Headbangers started into where they are now. It's just little steps, man. You know, it's just making kind of like just taking advantage of being in the right place at the right time, but also not thinking anything's dumb, nothing's a dumb idea nothing, you know well,
0: you were in the right place at the right time today AJ, thank you Hey man Thank you man For coming yeah, out Yeah, Jay,
1: thank
2: you for being on the show a, and, you yeah, know, Ladies and yeah. gentlemen This it was, is, a, it
1: was one of those rides It's like the wrong turn Like yeah. oh no Who's talking <laughs> Well, kill the,
2: These guys share In the same mission That, that we're on To, to elevate and, and give a platform yeah, to, to local art And local music Yeah You know they, These guys have the metal scene On lock I'm Rest assured, when the rooster opens, we will be putting on Carolina headbanger events.
0: That's right. Yeah, we uh, talked uh, about it. Yeah, that's and you know, so you're going to see a lot more of this guy. Yeah,
2: yeah you're going to see this guy. A lot. Yeah,
1: man, I'm not going anywhere, man. I, you know, so he- headbangers essentially at the end of the day, like it, it it's my baby. It's your baby. It's my, yeah. you know, uh, you've
2: created always... a community, brother. You
0: have, and we want to so, collaborate. And I, I
2: want to thank you for, you know, you know, op- opening your arms and let yeah, be a part of the community, oh, yeah.
1: you know? Yeah, you know? man. And that's, and that's the thing. And it's all just like with bands, you know? I do. I love it, man. You know, I because I discover more about people that there's other people out there like me, you know? And uh, that's what y'all do. Um, it's great, man. Hell yeah. Uh, Is any support, you know? Um, it's a good thing, man. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back.
2: 2022. That's right. Roster Radio. AJ Conde, thanks again for being on the show.
0: Yes, sir, man. Thank you, and we will see you guys. (laughs) We will see you guys on the next one.